Hey there, I'm your host, Stephanie Lugo, and welcome to the Market Authority Show. If you have found your way here, you are a real estate pro who's ready to transition from chasing leads to getting dream clients to chase you. This podcast is where you will learn modern real estate tactics to attract, connect, and scale so you can get paid consistently, connect with dream clients, and keep your sanity. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Market Authority Show. I am your host, Stephanie Lugo, and today we have Karen Carr. Her 17-year career as a realtor led her to create a training program for other agents around the world who want to generate a steady stream of inbound leads through video marketing. That is right. Today, we are talking all about YouTube. In 2022, she retired from selling real estate, love that for you, and became a full-time business and video marketing coach for entrepreneurs. She is the founder and CEO of Karen Carr Coaching and loves teaching small business owners to use video and SEO as a business building tool. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am super pumped to have you. I love talking about video. I love talking about YouTube and digital marketing in general. So I know this conversation is going to be very fun. Let's start with your journey in YouTube for real estate. How did it get started and where did it take you? Well, the short answer is we moved a lot. So I got licensed in 2005 in California, but then we moved to Hilton Head, South Carolina, and then to Atlanta, and then to Savannah in rapid succession. And so if you've ever moved and had to start over in a new market, it is not fun because, you know, you move to a market where, especially like Atlanta, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of licensed realtors in the metro Atlanta area. And you're thinking, how am I going to compete against these people when I have no name recognition? And they go and they look me up in the Georgia Real Estate Commission. It looks like I got licensed last Thursday. They think I am brand new. They don't know I've been doing this for 10 years at this point. And then we moved again. So I had started making YouTube videos simply as a way to get my name out there and to start trying to generate some sort of brand awareness. And when we moved to Savannah, I got a phone call that legitimately just changed my whole life when he said, oh my gosh, I can't believe you answered the phone. I feel like I know you already. I have watched all of your videos. My wife and I are selling our house in New York. We are moving to Atlanta. We want you to represent us. And then he talked for the next 15 minutes telling me his entire life story. And I was like, who is this? I had never had that happen before. And I knew that video was important But that was the moment when it actually hit me, like how effective it was. And not just because it was more fun than mailing postcards or that it was free or that it was, you know, I I don't know, any of the things. It was how effective it was because he hired me sight unseen and was ready to sign an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement right then and there. I broke his heart when I told him I had just moved to Savannah, which was five hours away. He and his wife were so disappointed that they were not going to get to specifically work with me. It was like, holy cow. Most people think that realtors are interchangeable. That all we do is show up and unlock the door and collect a check for $12,000. I mean, that's honestly what a lot of the people think. And to know that they were so disappointed that they would not get to work with me directly 
was seriously the moment that it was like, oh my gosh, not only does video work, I need to be doing a lot more of it. And so that was in June of 2017. And from that moment on, I said, I'm going to just go all in on YouTube videos, simple YouTube videos, one a week, and we'll just see what happens. And then what happened after that? A year later, I was forming a team because I had so many leads coming in that I was the bottleneck. I was the one dropping the ball. I was not following up with people because they were coming in fast and furious and I didn't have any help. I didn't have an admin. I was doing everything myself. And I went to my my broker and was like, what do I do? Oh my God, I am running around like a chicken with my head cut off all the time. And she said, like, I think it's time for you to form a team. You've been here like 11 and a half months. This is insane. And it 100% came from YouTube. That is amazing. So tell me about your content journey. And I, I want to talk about your content journey because back then content was a huge issue. It was really hard coming up with what to say. Did you experience any of those challenges or have any of those like growing pains in getting comfortable on video and understanding how to like convey just a simple message that would resonate? Well, the good news was at that point, I had been in real estate for I think 11 or 12 years. So I knew what to talk about from the perspective of I've been doing this a long time. Like I, I worked through the REO crash of 2007, 89. I've got so many crazy stories. There's probably nothing that you could tell me that I hadn't seen in some sort of uh, context before. So I felt very confident about that. I didn't know squat about being on camera and making videos, but I figured how hard can it be? Cause we all have this amazing device in our pockets 24 seven that film very easily. Like I can press record and I can talk and then I can press it to stop again. But the thing that helped me the most was that when I created this YouTube channel in Savannah and said, okay, so I was making very sporadic videos when I lived in Atlanta. There was no rhyme or reason. I just thought of something I wanted to talk about. So I did. There was no plan. When I decided to start getting serious about it in Savannah, I thought, okay, who specifically do I want to attract with this YouTube channel? Not anyone who wants to buy or sell a house in all of Metro Savannah. Like who specifically would I like this to be? And I was very excited because my husband is retired Air Force. And there was a, uh, there, there are two bases here. There's a Hunter Army Airfield and Fort Stewart. One is in Savannah, one is right outside of Savannah. And people are PCSing in and out all the time. And I really enjoyed working with members of the military because we are a military family ourselves. So I get it. Like I know the whole challenge of PCSing all over the world every couple of years, decided that's who I wanted to help serve the most. So every video that I made for my channel, I was speaking to someone who is in the military, who just found out they are being sent to Savannah. They don't know anything about it. They'd never been here before. They don't know what it's like here. They've, they don't know where it is. Uh, they've heard of Atlanta, but they don't really know anything about Savannah. And maybe they have been living on post all of this time, living on the Air Force Base all of this time. Now they find out how much it costs here, which was at the time very, very little. They could 
actually buy a house. So because I knew exactly who I was talking to, it was so easy for me to come up with content ideas. Like I could talk about VA loans freaking all day long every day. And I could talk about what it's like to live in Savannah. And I could say things like, it's a beach town. Like you've, you've heard of it, but you don't necessarily know anything about it. It's a beach town, but it's a third of the cost of living somewhere in Florida, like Fort Lauderdale. We have a major airport. You can fly in and out. It's, it's a small airport. It's awesome. It's one terminal with 13 gates. It takes me five minutes to go through security on the busiest day of the year. It's fabulous. But that means I can go visit people and they can come visit me. We have hospitals. There's lots to do. I, it takes me four hours to road trip to Orlando if I want to take the kids to Disney or Universal Studios. Like I could talk about all of that stuff with no trouble because I knew exactly who I was trying to target with my channel. So that's a very long way of saying you don't run out of stuff to talk about when you narrow down your focus. But if you try to just talk about real estate to anyone and everyone who will listen, I find it more difficult to come up with content because you have so many options that you don't even know how to narrow it down. It's so true. Not only is it more difficult, I found, but it's also way less effective. And it seems paradoxical to a lot of real estate agents. And when I try to explain that to him, because I've built my business in a very similar way, um, different vehicle, Instagram, same kind of methodology, a little bit, where you're looking to attract a specific ideal client. And as soon as you start introducing that idea to real estate agents who haven't really like bought in, their first thing is, well, I mean, I, I work great with everyone. Right. I'll, take, I'll take any client. And I'll be saying no to business. I'll be turning people away. I'll be alienating people. I know, right? And like, when was the last time you've had to actually say no to business, Mr. Right. Agent? Like, are you dealing with that now? Or <laughs> that's my that's my thought. So is that something that you're working with agents through too? And do you find that it takes a little bit of like a learning curve to get them there? Or do they just kind of like, come in knowing, yes, this is what I want to do. Now I just need the methodology. Oh, no, they all fight me on it tooth and nail. It's so funny. I just had somebody post in my private community this morning. She said, okay, I think I finally decided what the niche for my YouTube channel will be. I recently downsized and went to a condo and I love it so much because I don't have to do any of the maintenance of the house. I don't have to mow the grass. I don't have to do any of that stuff. By downsizing, I got rid of all of this clutter and just crap that we've been carting around from house to house to house over the last 30 years. I love it. When I talk about this, I feel passion about it. I get excited. Like my heart starts beating faster. And like, I just don't know if that should be my niche. And I said, okay, hold on. Let's talk about this. You're passionate about the topic. You love talking about this topic. You get excited talking about this topic. And you'll be able to attract the exact people who want this type of a lifestyle. What is the downside? There is none. There is no downsides. Like, this sounds like an amazing focus for you, a specialty for you decide that that's what it's going to be. And it's going to be amazing. Because when you talk about this, with this level of expertise, and not just like book smart, but like I've lived it, I've done it myself. And you talk about it with the passion and the excitement, and they can just they can feel it 
oozing out of you through the camera, you're going to attract the people that want that type of a simplified lifestyle lifestyle for themselves. They're going to be dying to work with you. Yeah, I, it's so true. You put it so well. What are you seeing with, with agents who are going through that process and they're getting really excited and they're like, yeah, this is great. This is, this is, I'm, I'm bought in. I can see the potential. I think that I can do this. What challenges are those real estate agents dealing with today, given the state of the market and the economy? Well, sometimes they say, you know, it's very easy to attract buyer leads, but I have nothing to sell them because there's no inventory. And that's a that's a valid complaint. So would you rather go after sellers? Uh, it's great to try to get listings. Obviously, everybody wants to get listings. And if you can make a successful channel doing that, that's great. It is a little bit of a challenge with interest rates right now. If sellers are like, well, there's nowhere for me to go. <laughs> Because if I sell this house and now I want to buy a replacement house, so like that, that is a thing. However, markets are constantly changing. They go up and they go down. This is not going to last forever. And so many people, when the market gets tough, they leave the business altogether. If you can double down on your marketing, that as soon as it starts to change for the better, boom, you are in a primed position to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, I agree. I want to go back a little bit to your um, your pivotal moment of growth where these leads are coming in. It's proven concept now. Business is churning. What systems did you start implementing at that point to really make sure that you could continue that coming in after you recognize that you were bottlenecking it a little bit? Because that is a big fear, I think, that a lot of agents would have. Like, okay, well, what if I do it and then I can't keep up with it? Okay, well, that's a good problem to have. So I would rather you have so much business coming in that you can't handle it all than have no business coming in. So like, don't make it a problem until it's a problem. But having said that, if you can set these systems up first so that it never becomes a problem, that would be ideal. So you need a CRM. If you are using an Excel spreadsheet, come on, it is 2023 it is time to embrace technology. I worked for a CRM company in the year 2000. We didn't even know that's not we didn't even know what it was called back then. It was just called a database. It was a company that was later bought by Oracle. Um, it's called Siebel Systems, but it was a CRM. And I was trying to explain to people because I was in sales trying to explain what that even was and nobody had any idea. So I have been using a CRM program for 23 years personally. It was easy for me to say, I'm not trying to do any of this stuff manually ever again. I feel like you make the YouTube video, you have to capture their information somehow. And you can't do it from YouTube. Like if they write a comment, that's great, but I can't market to you with comments. So I drive them to my website. I want them to opt in for something. When they fill out that form, I get their name, their email, maybe even their phone number. They go into my CRM and an automated sequence will start based on what they requested. So if they requested something to help them sell the house, it's a different follow-up sequence than if they requested something to help them buy a house, right? So they get tagged in the CRM, the nurture sequence starts. If it will also text message them, amazing. 
I love having the the CRMs that can text and email. And if it also has an AI bot, those are pretty awesome too. I was using LionDesk several years ago and they called it Gabby, the name of their bot. And I would joke that Gabby was the best assistant I never had Mm -hmm. because Gabby is not a real person. But Gabby would text somebody and they would reply and Gabby would respond and they would reply. And these people would go back and forth for a day and a half and they had no idea it was not a live person, that it was not a person at all. It was it was a robot. It's kind of crazy. So if you can set those sort of systems up where the lead comes in, I was at a closing. I'm sitting there giving my full attention to my clients. We're celebrating. We're, you know, yay, giving presents and stuff like that. I'm not on my phone, like texting people. I just feel like that's rude. I'm going to give my attention to the client that I'm sitting with. And then I get out to my car before I'm going to drive away. And I see that this has been going on. I would absolutely call them and say, hey, I see that you and Gabby have been talking all about your plan to blah, blah, blah. You know, are you moving soon? And then they say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm talking to you. You're a celebrity. I feel like I know you. I've watched all your videos. So they are excited to hear from you because they think you're famous. You are so not famous, but when they see you on video over and over again, they think that you're famous and they feel like you're doing them this huge favor by taking five minutes out of your busy day to call them. It's the craziest thing ever. Like I still, it happens every day and I still can't wrap my head around it, that they think that I'm famous. And because I called them, it makes them feel special. It makes them feel appreciated. And they are so excited to talk to you. And they tell you everything that you could ever want to know about their situation. It's crazy. So the website which will allow them to fill out some sort of form to opt in to get a free thing. It goes to the CRM. And then if you want to hire, if I, if I may, can you give a couple of examples of like, because I have like a gazillion ideas. There's a couple that we just kind of have as go-tos, but this is one thing that gets a lot of agents tripped up because they don't really know what to narrow down on. Okay, cool. I'm actually, I'm giving this presentation at the NAR annual conference in Anaheim this year. So if anybody's going to the NAR conference, come to my session. It's called Think Like a Marketer. And I will go through all of this in great detail. But you know what your niche is, right? So mine was military members who are moving to Savannah. So I would offer them a relocation guide. I would offer them a first time VA buyer's guide, something along those lines. It is relevant to them and their particular needs. So I might make a video talking about, oh, 10 reasons why Savannah is amazing. And then in the video, I would say, hey, if you're thinking about relocating here, I have a free relocation guide. I'll put the link down below this video. Go download it. It's amazing. Yes, it took me some time to make it. My secret way that I made it was I went to our Chamber of Commerce's website and I downloaded theirs. It was 75 pages and 65 pages of it were ads for real estate agents, loan officers, all of our competitors. So of the 10 pages that actually had real information, it was extremely generic. And I thought, well, surely I could make something way better than that, right? So I just went into Canva And I picked a template that I thought looked pretty. And then I thought, okay, if I were moving here and I'd never been here before, what would be valuable to me to know? Well, uh, what about where to live? And I said, if you want to live by the ocean, 
look at the islands. If you want to live in a 300-year-old building, look in the historic downtown. If you want to have acreage with horses and chickens, look in the suburbs on the west side. If you want a mid-century modern, look on the south side. And so I wasn't steering them to a particular subdivision. I was just kind of telling them what the vibe would be like of these different areas around the city. Uh, I talked about benefits of living in a small city versus a huge city like Atlanta. I talked about the fact that we have great healthcare, we have lots of dining, we have nightlife, we are able to go to all of these places. Da -da -da. Um, I linked to a few other web uh, videos on my YouTube channel as well. So I said, if you're looking to live in a gated community, I did a whole video about my favorite gated communities, click this link, it takes them back to the YouTube channel, they watch more videos over there. I think this whole thing is like 14 pages long and that's with the cover and the thank you, here's how to contact me. So it's not a ton of information yeah. and it's mostly photos. It, it's a whole bunch of graphics with a little bit of text on each page. This is not my college dissertation, but <laughs> it did take me, I don't know, four or five hours to make it. If you don't want to do that, go get a virtual assistant, go to fiverr.com and hire someone to do it for you. You give them all of the written information and they will go make it look beautiful. And then you figure out how your website works so that when they fill out the form, the thing will automatically be sent to them or it goes right to the page where they download it. And then that nurture sequence follows, starts following up with them. So it it takes time to set it all up. It might take you a week to get everything in place and up and running, but then you never have to touch it again. And it works 24 hours a day, whether you're out sick, whether you're on vacation, whether you're attending a conference, whether you're in a closing, whether you're on a cruise and you have no Wi-Fi, it doesn't matter. It's working all of the time. It's awesome. Amazing. I love that. So you have that going, it's nurturing your leads, you're getting things rocking and rolling on the transaction side. At that point, who was your first hire? My first hire was an editor. So okay. I, I got to the point, yes, because I was editing my own videos and I, I am creative. So I had this vision of like my videos being so entertaining to watch and highly visual and great. But the problem is that I don't know how to edit. So everything that I knew was self-taught and it was not good. So if you go to my Georgia Coast Homes YouTube channel and you sort by the oldest to the newest, you will see what I'm talking about. These are not good videos in any way, shape or form. And then I was getting so busy that I was starting to fall behind schedule because my plan was one video a week. But after six or eight months, when I was swamped with clients, I was falling behind not only on filming the video, but then on editing the video and getting it uploaded and posted. I had a specific day and time and I wanted to hit that same day and time every single week. It started being that day, but a little bit later each week. And to the point where people would comment and they're like, where's your video? And I thought, like, I'm only two hours late, cut me some slack. Oh, but then I thought they actually notice, they actually notice that I'm not publishing on time this is a good thing because people actually care about the content, but it also says that I am the bottleneck. So I went to fiverr.com. 
I found an editor. I started giving her every single video that I produced. She would edit it in like two or three hours. It would look amazing, way better than anything I could do. And back then, I think it was $10 plus a dollar for the fee that Fiverr charged. Now it might be more like $25, but still, is my time worth $25? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I got a buyer's agent, which I know is not right. You're supposed to get an admin and then like another admin before you hire a buyer's agent. But I got a buyer's agent next because I thought all of these people that are coming in because of the nature of the content I was making for my channel, they were predominantly buyers, not all, but mostly buyers and they take a lot of time. So I said, I want a buyer's agent who is going to actually just a showing assistant was what her, her title was at the beginning. She would drive them around and do all of the showings. But when they were ready to write the offer, I wrote the offer. I represented them. I just paid her a split at the closing table. And eventually she worked her way up to being her own individual agent. But at the time she was a showing assistant. Got it. And then so so walking through that workflow, you are conducting the buyer consultation. Does she join you so that you're both kind of like that united friends or do you pass off after? Yeah, not really. I honestly didn't do it with her at the beginning. I would have the buyer consultation. They would be excited to be talking to me. And I'd say, so you found me from YouTube. And they'd go, oh my gosh, yeah. And I would say, you have no idea. Like that was the best thing I ever did. My business is insane. I had to hire help. So here's how it's going to go. Nicole is going to show you all of the properties. I'm going to email you all of the properties. When you see the ones you want to see, you tell Nicole, she's going to take you out and show them to you. When you find the right one, I will represent you in the transaction, all of the, I'll come to the closing, all of that stuff. But I can't spend all day in my car. Otherwise, like I I can't get my work done. And not a single person ever said, that's not okay. Deal breaker. I'm out. Not one. Yeah. I I think that we really get it in our heads that that is like a horrible line that you can never cross. But the way that it was presented to me was, listen, when I go to the dentist, I'm not mad when I meet with a hygienist first. Right. You know, so, so I do think that it shows that not only are you an in-demand professional, which shows like, you know, proof, like social proof of success yeah. you are definitely the person that they want to be working with. But it also shows that you care enough about their experience to be able to bring in assistance when you need it. Yeah. I love that. So looking forward into the next year, where are the biggest opportunities would you say for realtors who are already kind of on this journey um, and just looking to continue to optimize? Wow. There's still so much opportunity on YouTube. Uh, A lot of people feel like it's saturated. I would say, you know what? Look in your own market. There are probably very few people making YouTube videos. And if there are, they don't all have the same specialty. So if you decide I am the downsizer going to a condo living in the city, but somebody else is talking about living in the suburbs, like you guys don't really compete it's okay. You could even do collaborations together. And that way, if the lead comes in and it's not your ideal person, you can refer it to them and get a referral fee. So there's just so much opportunity on YouTube right now. Uh, I don't, I don't see it going away anytime soon. And the opportunity is always there for you to uplevel your camera presence and your production quality as well. So I don't feel like you're 
videos need to be highly produced and super fancy. The vast majority of my videos I film right here. This is the FaceTime webcam on my Mac computer. Yes, I have a, a separate microphone, but this is not anything super crazy elaborate. I did upgrade over time, right? Like I, I bought a few of these funky lights to put behind me. I did get a nicer microphone, but this is not, this is really me just sitting at my computer and I'm just talking to the computer every time I make a video. But can I get better on camera each time? Can I learn how to be a better storyteller? Can I learn how to have a really good opening hook that makes them lean in so that they don't want to leave the video? And then do I have a really great call to action that gets them to somehow contact me or come to my website and opt in so that they go into my CRM? Like all of those are, they're not just inherent skills for 99% of us. You know, they're things that you learn along the way. And the more you do it, the better you get. The more you practice, the easier it becomes the better you are at converting viewers into actual paying clients. So if whether you've already started YouTube or you've thought about it, but you've never really been able to get out of your own way enough to do it yet, like the longer you wait, the longer it's going to be before this is the lead generation attraction system of your dreams. And then you're kicking yourself like, why didn't I start five years ago? That's how I am. If I could have started this in like 2012, would have been amazing. I know. I know. I think about that all the time. Are you, is there anything that you're really excited about right now or looking ahead that's like very exciting to you? Anything new coming up? Oh my gosh. Chat GPT. It is so much easier to come up with content now because of chat GPT. Like it's ridiculous how great it is. So I will write out my script of what I want to talk about in my video and be like, ah, the opening is just not that good. And so I'll go over to chat GPT and say, this is what my video is about. This is the target audience. Here is my opening two or three paragraphs. Help me make this better. And chat GPT is like the greatest marketing script writer ever. And what it will come back with is a hundred times better than anything I ever would have come up with on my own. So it's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So now I know what I'm going to say at the very beginning of the video. I might go further and say, well, gosh, you did such a good job with the opening hook. Here's the rest of the script. What can you do to make it better? Can we use some storytelling devices like open and close loops in media res, hook and rehook the people. Like we, I don't know what any of that stuff means, but I can Google it and then copy and paste the thing into chat GPT and it will do it for me. Um, I can say, let's create a whole 90 day content calendar and chat GPT will say done. You want me to put it in a table? Yes, please. Boom. There it is. I just copy and paste it into an Excel spreadsheet. I mean, it makes content creation so much faster and honestly quite a bit better than anything that I would have created on my own. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's the best tool to remove that blank page syndrome where you're looking right. at even know where to start, but just being able to have something and it's not replacing you. It's not replacing the skills that you have to offer to your clients. It's just giving you a vehicle to reach them better, more directly and more consistently. And we know in real estate that that's what really counts. Yeah. I, I hear 
people all the time saying that they're so afraid about AI and replacing the need for us. But I watched a video, I think it was this morning, I was drinking coffee and I was playing around on YouTube and I clicked on a video that had a really good title and a really good thumbnail. And it was 100% computerized. So it was one of those robotic voices that was talking like this. And it was all B-roll on camera. And it was terrible. And after 30 seconds, I couldn't stomach it anymore. And I left. I didn't even want to wait to see what they were going to talk about in this video that sounded so exciting based on the title. Mm -hmm. So don't worry that anyone wants that because they don't. Let AI help you come up with better things to talk about better content. Here's a great idea. So if you find, oh, what's a good example? Um, let's say that a new law is passed that affects real estate and you read about it on Housing Wire's website. You can copy the whole thing from Housing Wire and then go over to ChatGPT and say, analyze this new law give it to me in like a three or five bullet point explanation for a fifth grader and you paste it in there. And now it's going to tell you exactly what the ramifications of this law are, how it, how it affects us, how it affects the consumer. And so now you could say, great, write me an outline for a video that will talk about this, what it means for a potential home buyer in 2023. I mean, it's just so great. It will take really, really complex things that it would take me forever to read it and understand it because it was so long. I can just copy the whole thing, paste it in there, and it will give me the synopsis, the CliffsNote version in no time. I've been able to do that with half of the books on my bookcase. <laughs> like I can say, I want to read this book, but I don't have time to read a 400 page book. So I just copy it, I paste it and say, tell me what this book is about. Or if it's a famous enough book, you don't even have to do that. You just say, please summarize Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and tell me like the most important takeaways from this book and how I can start using that on a daily basis done, just save myself six hours of time. I mean, ChatGPT is amazing. It's, it's not going to go away anytime soon. So I figure either become an early adopter and embrace it and let it help you or be afraid of it. And five years later, it's still around and you're like, dang it, I totally missed the boat. I should have been doing that five years ago. I know. And I, I love that you said that. And I'm seeing a lot of alignment with many mindsets around video and social media because you all were saying that exact same thing when YouTube came in vogue and when Instagram came in and got big. So like, right. don't, don't repeat the same patterns. I look back to myself, just side note, TikTok. I look mm -hmm. at TikTok and I'm like, oh, if I would have just taken it seriously in those early days of the pandemic when no one had anything to do but download right. my business, just, <laughs> but I know. it's the same thing. Like, look at what Look at what is becoming very quickly adopted. ChatGPT was one of the fastest downloaded um, downloaded apps ever. Ten million downloads within the first three months, or something like that. Or first forty days, I think it was just unbelievable. Crazy. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I'm very excited. We we use that a lot in in my program and what we do, um, and in our business. Every single day, we're we're messing around on ChatGPT. It's my deal. I know, and it's almost like. 
my brain is so small that I don't, I can't even fathom all of the things that it can do. And then I will watch a video where somebody said, here are 10 new things that ChatGPT can do. And you're like, you literally just broke my brain because it never would have occurred to me. And now that I know it can do that, what else could it do? It's just, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. The other thing that's really interesting too, to me is every new skill that you learn and implement sets you up for the next thing that comes around too. So in in Mm. your case, right, like you decide, okay, I'm going to transfer my skills and working with, with with, with clients for the last 10 years. And I'm going to try something new on video. And I'm going to see how I can convey that message on video. Okay, awesome. You're an early adopter, you know, maybe of YouTube, and you're really dialing it in and you're creating a lot of success that has set you up to then branch into other areas and continue to grow new skills that then allow you to pivot. I think that's, that's life. Like that is success. It's never hitting perfect and saying you're done. It's allowing these skills to continue growing upon themselves to take you to new, incredible journeys that allow you to serve new people. I love that so much. I don't think anyone has ever put it so eloquently before, but I think you're 100% right that you try something new, you have no idea what you're doing, and you have no idea if it's going to work, but you're willing to try it, you're willing to be a beginner, you're willing to not be very good at it, and just see what happens. That really puts you in a mindset of being willing to try new things, being willing to figure it out as you go, not feeling like I have to be perfect perfect from day one. Otherwise, I can't do it at all. That's a really, that's a really insightful observation that it just sets you up for success in life. If you're willing to do something like that. Yeah, well, I want to acknowledge you because I think that you are an amazing example of that. And I want to acknowledge you for being so generous with your expertise and the lessons that you've learned along the way and sharing them with our industry so that we can all rise together. Where thank you so much. Yeah. Where, where can uh, agents find you if they want to continue the conversation? I know there's a lot of ways that you can help support them. Yes. Well, I do have a website called videobossagent.com. It has a ton of free resources, things that you can download, download checklists, guides, all that kind of stuff. Um, I do have some coaching programs myself. My YouTube channel is just youtube.com slash Karen Carr. I've got a bazillion videos on there for agents talking about how you can use YouTube to your advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Check out Karen Carr on YouTube. And if you don't mind, I would also like to add you, you still have your, your selling in Savannah, Georgia real estate channel. Um, I was looking at it and I was like, Oh, this is so cool. So I do don't, if you are listening to this and you go look at her up, her up, don't use her like lead gen stuff. If you find it. I hate Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I finally had to put like a little note that said, if you are an agent, click here. And it was like, please don't fill out these forms because we get them. They get sent to my buyer's agents. They follow up with you. They get super annoyed that you're wasting their time. Like just go to the stuff for agents where I share all of the stuff freely so that you don't have to do any of that. But yeah, that old that channel is up there. I haven't made a video for it now since I retired from selling last year. So, but you know, what's so funny is we still get like 500 subscribers a month and we still get leads every single week, even though I haven't made a video now in nine months. So it is an evergreen system that works even when you are not like another reason to love YouTube. (laughs) I know. 
a 1000%. So definitely check that out. I will have all the details in the show notes as well um, so that you can explore what Karen has to offer and take the conversation further. Karen, thank you so much for joining me today. I loved having you with this conversation. Thank you, Stephanie. I love geeking out with the marketing stuff from like-minded people like you. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.